often beats with Clint. Ew. Well, you know what they say. She's a dime a dozen. And, you know, this is the dime episode. Hashtag AKA number 10, you know? Who, are we really 10 out of 10s in this world? Or do we tell ourselves that we're 10 out of 10s so we can feel like we're 100% that bitch or that guy or that he guy, she lie, you know? It's I love rain. It's a rainy day. It's actually 6.54 p.m. June 19th. I'm... You know, recording before the game, because, you know, for some reason, ever since I've taken a month off of work, I have this weird thing. It's like, I can't miss any of these NBA playoff games, since I haven't been able to watch any of them for, like, the past three years, really. That not really any sporting event that I like, like football. I haven't really watched it. Is that part of growing up, or do I not make enough time, or do I just keep blaming the jobs I've worked, interfering Watching sports, you know. I don't know. Can't you feel the love tonight? Please don't copyright me. Did did Disney? Speaking of, like, did you guys ever see that Lion King two and a half? Was it two and a half, three and a half? I don't know. It was the one where the story was solely focused on Timon and Pumbaa. And like, I think maybe Mufasa, or not Mufasa, but Simba like made an appearance. But like, Timon and Pumbaa is really like Rory and Mal. And like, Mufasa, not Mufasa, I'm getting all the fucking names. Simba was Joe Budden. Rory Mal was Timon and Pumbaa. You can correlate with who you think is Timon and who is Pumbaa, but it's kind of like that, I've been listening to, I did listen to the first couple episodes of Rory Mal podcast, and it's actually, uh, it's, um, the first one was really good, the one I listened to today, their, I guess, first official episode, where they had, like, a 30-minute show with, like, Earl Sweatshirt and a couple other people, it was okay, it was alright, um, I do kind of like the format. I wish it was longer. I wonder if they're going to actually like continue doing shorter ones. But anyways. Like Lion King. The two and a half, three and a half movie was actually my personal favorite. Because Timon and Pumbaa is really what makes that movie the movie. Otherwise, just a bunch of lions finding hyenas. And that's cool and all, but it's not that cool. Like, Bill Burr would be a perfect, like, Timon. Like, when you think about it. You have, like, Bill Burr be Timon. You have, like, Dave Chappelle be, uh, be Scar. You know, when he's holding up, when he's holding up, uh, when Scar, like, in the actual movie, the first one. When he's holding uh, Mufasa up by his paws before he lets him go off the cliff and he gets killed. I could just see Dave Chappelle be like, thinking he's holding him up. 
think he's going to save him. And then once Mufasa realizes that Scar is not there for his well-being, Scar's like, psych, bitch, and just drops him. I think that would have been a pretty good voiceover. But hey, you know, there's actually a cool little story behind that. Um, He plays one of the characters, Jason Weaver. I, I don't remember if he plays Simba or if he play, he plays one of the lines. But he voiced over in the original, like the original one. And they offered to either pay him like a couple million up front and pay him just to do the role or pay him in stocks or basically pay him in stocks or he gets like residuals. He chose the residuals and uh, he made a lot of money, a lot more money that way. But what's interesting about like the whole dynamic of Lion King when you kind of think about it is really that is it really like kind of this lifelong classic as we kind of made it? I like the movie, but like I said before, I think the Timon and Pumbaa centric movie, if they were to make like a strictly Timon and Pumbaa movie like today, I feel like it would be much more interesting. It would get me to go to the theater and watch it. But just seeing like a remake of The Lion King or seeing another version or whatever, it's not really, it doesn't really captivate me at this point in my life. Even if I was younger, I don't think it would. But, uh, you know, I guess it would be, a uh, since we are in technically 2020s, it could be the roaring 20s. Hundred year, like every hundred years, you could literally say the roaring 20s. But especially when the Lion King's playing. I've always thought about what character I would be if it was like the Winnie the Pooh. Would I be Winnie? Is that really his name, Winnie? Yeah, Winnie. Hence, Winnie the Pooh. Um... I think I could be the size of Winnie the Pooh. Kind of that whole setup though. When they're in the cabin. I wonder if Django Unchained. Not Django Unchained. The Hateful Eight. Which is basically another version of Django Unchained. But Quentin Tarantino. Like cause like 80% of the movie is set in that cabin. I wonder if they did it on purpose or not. But I wonder if that cabin. Is the same cabin. Was inspired by the Winnie the Pooh cabin. Because it looks awfully similar. I don't know how much that compares. But anyways. So what character would I be? I wonder like. You know. If I had someone here to talk to in an interview about this. Shout out if anyone wants to come and do an interview anytime soon. I will begin the second microphone. So I could do interviews. So I can ask you questions like. What part of Winnie the Pooh would you want to be? Um. I think I would. I would kind of want to be Tigger. I realize if I say a, a couple letters wrong in the alphabet the wrong direction, that um, that comes off as a completely different word. But Tigger, he, uh, I think he'd be a fun, I think he would be the funnest, but you know, he's the exuberant one. Like Winnie the Pooh is just kind of like, 
He really is kind of preaching obesity and being a bitch when you think about it. He's always like sorrowing in his problems. He needs a human being. He needs all these. He needs a fucking tiger hopping off his tail. He needs a little piglet that's like 18 times smaller than him to cheer him up. I'd be a fucking like man the fuck up. I'd be like Arnold Schwarzenegger, like asking Tom Holland for ins like to pep himself up. Like, dude, you're fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger. You're like still fucking strong as hell. It's like Sylvester Stallone asking Joe Pesci. Well, that's not a good comparison because Joe Pesci actually has like a pretty strong personality. What's like a big person that's like kind of a pussy? Tall, big, strong, and that's kind of a pussy that would resort to someone who's really short in stature and size and tone to like gain a little pep in their step. Like, who would that be? It would be like, that would be like the equivalent of like, if Joel, Joel Embiid on the Sixers, who's like a fucking monster of a man, strong as hell, almost fucking, he would have destroyed John Collins, by the way, I like John Collins, but let's be real, like, John Collins was like, bent over on his back, like he was doing some aerobic yoga, in front of 30,000 fans behind the basket, and then Trey Young's in there acting like he's gonna deflect the passes the same way he, you know, deflects the defensive end, when Seth Curry is like, bombing threes, but Trey Young's still balling, can't Say what you want. Can't hate on him. <sighs> but. Shit. What was it? Oh yeah. Like. Well, if Joel Embiid. That would be like if Joel Embiid. Was like. Resorting to. Asking. Fucking. I don't even know. I really don't know. I can't even think of a comparison. Because if you make it that level. You're probably not a. Bitch or pussy or nothing like that. I don't call anyone that lightly. But Winnie the Pooh's a fucking bitch. Like, Kevin Samuels, like, I'm surprised they don't use that to compare to man. It's like, men allow themselves to be Winnie the Pooh, get caught in the honeysuckle, sucking on honey. That could be figurative or literally, depending on, you know, what a bee you're stinging at. Queen Bee, sting! Uh, but Winnie the Pooh, like, the weird thing is, like, how come in, in like, the shows or movies or the books, are bees even active? And when do, do bears actually eat fucking honey? I'm pretty sure they eat honey if it's available. If it's just dripping off the sap of a branch in the middle of the National Forest, which, by the way, I did read a story that there was a, was she 12, 13, or 14? Um, at a camping trip at the national, the national forest, like the actual main one, can't think, it's not Yellowstone, but like an actual one, I don't remember if it was like Arizona or something, but she, like a 12 year old, like she was on a camping trip with her family, like a two day getaway, and they were in a, (coughs) excuse me, goddamn. By the way, before I continue with this story, have you guys ever, like, actually, I did this today, so I went to go get a Papa John's pizza, right, did my morning routine, 
Went to Dunkin', had coffee, prepped. Not really for the show, as you could tell. Kind of prepped, but not really. So on the way home, get a pick up a pizza. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna eat good tonight. Go to the gym later. So I get a pizza. I get a five topping. I get Alfredo sauce, sausage, bacon, onions, and tomatoes, and then like some other topping because if you didn't get fit topping, you couldn't get the deal. So one less topping, I would have paid three dollars more. But I get one more topping, I get the three dollars less. Whatever. But I made it up because I tipped fifteen twenty percent and it evened out anyways. So whatever. So I get the pizza, but like, so they charge like, most pizza places charge like 75 cents or whatever for a fucking dipping cup. And it's not a big deal to me. Alright, cool. Except their dipping cups for shit is like these small little cups, right? 75 cents. It's like you dip, you dip like one crust and a half of slices in there. And your sauce is gone unless you're trying to penny dip it and drench it. You can maybe stretch it out to three slices of crust. But there's this Jets pizza. So I got the pizza from Papa John's, but Jets pizza, it's 90 cents for each ranch thing. But they actually like pour out of the ladle in their ranch thing, like the ones they put on the pizza. And they put it in this big solo to cup, solo to go cup thing. So literally for like five times more the ranch, pay 15 cents more, got two of those. It's going to last a whole pizza. I may not even use all the ranch. But anyways, back to the girl who was laying in a hammock in the forest. So apparently this uh, bear attacked her. Now luckily she's okay. Probably hurt. 12 year old getting attacked by bear. She's probably in very uh, a lot of pain. I believe she went to the hospital. She like, you know, obviously had to get taken care of but you know I don't think she got clobbered or nothing but you know um, she got the unsavory treat of a bear claw and the weird part I was reading the story is she was laying in a hammock outside which is like cool I get it you're camping you know you're gonna do stuff like lay in a hammock sit outside you know do camping shit and Apparently, her family was sleeping in close proximity, but maybe they were in like the RV or the their small little tents. It didn't really say where they were sleeping, but they were in close proximity. And apparently, the bear surrounded her while she was sleeping. And when, like, she, you know, like you can feel a presence, kind of like a ghost, or you can feel a human. Even when you're sleeping, your body senses that and you wake up. So she felt. The hot breath of this big old brother bear. Except it was not there for the brotherly love. Which I do think the Sixers are going to win tonight. Even though really the Hawks should. But so the bear was um, breathing heavily. And she woke up and she saw it. And of course since she like freaked out. And it's not, it was not one of those uh, cute bear videos. It was not. It was a real fucking bear. So you imagine the bear like, I believe grabbed her and like threw her on the ground a little bit and started like roughing her up. But luckily they were able to scare the bear off and it ran. But then it started hovering back and they called the park rangers and the park rangers, they weren't able to identify immediately. But once they noticed the bear kept circling back, right, they singled out that, hey, the kind of looks 
typically when bears attack people and they don't finish the job, they typically hover around the area until they can reattack. So since they saw the bear keep hovering over, then they, you know, um, shot him. You know, killed the bear. Is it exterminate? Or is it, yeah, whatever. They, uh, they shot the bear. Killed it. But you know, I don't have a problem with killing animals that are harmed to humans. Even though you're in their habitat. But hey. Um, yeah, hope, hopefully the girl's okay. I think she's okay. Otherwise, they wouldn't have reported it like that. They would have said, girl killed. They said, girl attacked. That was the headline. But, um, yeah. You know... That is kind of a weird thing. Like, I've been to national parks before, and you can, um, like, they have kind of camping areas, but it's kind of like in very areas that are populated with other campers, so it's not like you're isolated in the middle of nowhere. But I wonder, like, what kind of, that is kind of weird, how you have to go, because I've seen the prices go camp out of these places. They're not fucking cheap. Like, let's say... Like, if, even if you just rent, like, if you rent, like, a safe cabin out there, bro, it's, like, fucking, like, 400 a fucking day type of shit, man. But, like, even just to go and enter the park and be able to extendedly stay in that park, right? Because they're staying there for a couple of days. I have to go pay just to go sit in the woods and set up my own shit that I already paid for. Like, you, like if I go to Whitewater... You know, I shouldn't have to bring my own raft to go down the fucking tornado. Like, I shouldn't have to bring my own raft to go down the big green tube. Like, nah. They kind of supply that for you. Do you guys... I'm assuming you guys probably supply the logs, probably the gaslight fluid. You know, maybe like, you know, meals, granola bars. I don't know. I haven't been that deep in camping. But, it's like... Why do I understand it's like national property? So I'm not bitching about it per se, but I do find it interesting that we have to pay hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars, sometimes thousands, depending on how long you stay there, to just go camp in a fucking forest that we're putting ourselves at risk. Imagine paying hundreds or thousands of dollars to go to a place where you're not really protected. Like that bear could have fucking killed her. And I'm pretty sure they probably had to sign a waiver and be like, Hey, if uh, if a deer clobbers your face while you're sleeping or you get bit by a snake, if there's even snakes in that forest, you get clobbered by a bear, we are not responsible. You know, camp at your own risk. Yeah, that makes sense. But the fact that... That even has to be applied. It's kind of like, goddamn, like, maybe you shouldn't sleep there. Unless you're, like, trained, unless you're, like, Bear grills or something. Like, if there's a equivalent to Gordon Ramsay at cooking, if you have the Gordon Ramsay of, like, killing bears, then maybe. I'm not going to go fucking just camp out, take my family there. I know I can't fucking beat up a bear. I would have to learn how to hunt, be like Joe Rogan. And like Cameron Haynes and learn how the bow and arrows some shit are ratchet to clink these bears. But hey, what the fuck do I know? I'm not a bear expert. I barely know the bear necessities. 
Yes, I've been waiting to use that for a long fucking time. But like, you know, is that bad parenting? That, I mean, at the very least, you shouldn't have just your 12-year-old daughter sleeping out in a hammock. If all y'all are asleep, if you all are asleep, y'all should be at least sleeping in the same area in a protected area. I don't know, man. I just found that kind of, found that interesting. But yeah, man, Timon and Pumbaa, they really are the saviors of, they're really what make the Lion King the Lion King, right? Because what make, like, think about it, if there's no, like, of that side humor of the complete non, like, they're not nonsense because they're important characters to the story. But if it's not them, then you just got a sad story of Simba fucking crying over his dad dying at a young age. You know? Him and this girl, Nyla, who, like, chances are if it was, like, real life and not a Disney movie, like, four years after they're together, she stays with him to, you know, stick with him during the hard times of losing his father. And then she cheats on him with, like, you know, Timon. Well, not Timon. I don't know if hogs can mate with uh, lions. How does that work? Like, do lions, can they, because, you know, you could crossbreed within your species, but, like... Can lions fuck like a zebra or like could like the hyenas in the movie, right? Could they like, could they breed with, you know, Timon? Like how how the fuck does that work? I don't know. I think it's crazy. Like, I mean, humans can breed with humans and recreate with humans, but like... You know, with all of our genetic shit that we're doing, with the shit we're eating, with, you know, um, now you got, like, you could you could be born a man, but somehow get surgery and get pregnant as a woman. Like, I understand, like, you can get reassignment surgery, cut off your dick, give a vagina, get all the features and stuff, but you still can't naturally recreate, like, you know, you can't get penetration and voila the recreation of life like no matter what you do you know that's just the reality of that but then there has been I believe there were stories I don't know if they're fake stories but like where people that change their genders and the genders they change into they were able to reproduce in that role like someone who was once a woman changed to a man and they were able to get someone pregnant and then there were Someone who was once a guy reassigned to a woman, got all the surgeries and shit, and then they were able to get pregnant years later. I don't know how that shit fucking works. I don't know. But can they crossbreed in the animal kingdom? And I also read a fucking story of this fucking, uh, it was on CNN. Trust me, this isn't political news. This is about prehistoric rhinos. So shut the fuck up about whatever you're going to say. So I found the story on CNN. Where it was like the megalodon of rhinos. Where if I was correct, like for comparison, giraffes are like 18 to 23 feet in height type of thing at most. Even the prehistoric ones where they were like, you know, on the juice. Whatever they were eating back then, man, those bitches were strong and mighty. 
like a Mighty Kids meal, except this giraffe is not the Madagascar type. There's no Melvin. Melvin Ross. Wow. The guy who plays Ross and Friends plays Melvin in Madagascar. It's crazy how I connected that. Life's a whole first life's a whole full circle. Hence the circle of life. But what was I talking about? Oh yeah, Lion King. The animal kingdom in general. Maybe I'm ignorant. Probably am. Genus, species, Carlinius, taxonomy. I don't know. What do I know? I didn't go to college. Did. Didn't really care for it, but whatever. But, um, so, but, oh yeah, the prehistoric rhino. So there was this rhino in prehistoric times. I should probably pull up the article, but I don't know if it'll fuck up the audio thing. But, uh, there was this rhino. And they show like, it was like obviously an outline painting. They didn't have, you know, a Canon 8800 to, you know, take close-ups like we do on National Geographic in the wild now. But... They did like a painting, like of context of how it would look to the human eye type of thing compared to next to a tree. And this fucking rhino, oh my fucking God. The thing was like the equivalent of like the height of, what's a comparison? It's like a, I would say it's probably like the height of like your quick trip. Like your quick trip gas station, you know, like the big hover thing under the pumps. Like some of them are pretty damn high. It was kind of like one of those, but a little bit taller than that. Like that's how fucking tall these bitches were. Not only were they fucking tall, they were huge. Abnormally huge. But man, like... It's really crazy. It was like the meg, like, you know, we have the Megalodon history where it's like the biggest fucking shark and it's insane how big... People don't realize how big that fucking shark is. It's like the equivalent of that, but for land mammals. It's like the largest land mammal ever recorded because they were able to find density and bones and all that shit. Which, that part still fascinates me. I don't know how you find a big saber tooth and then just like, hmm, let me look in the history book. But it's like, if there was no one to record it, are we just creating animals based off the parts we find and try to put them together and we're just trying to put as much science and knowledge we have and just guess what they look like? Or can we 100% reference based off a specific bone we find, a specific tooth, a specific like brain corpse? Like That part fascinates me. I'm not a paleontologist like Ross. It's funny how Ross was a paleontologist. And he also played a giraffe in Madagascar. Oh, sugar, honey, iced tea. It took me like three years to realize that, that was an acronym. It's funny how these like kid movies sneak that shit in there. Like, could you imagine? So, you know, like the iCarly. Like, so iCarly, apparently they're doing a reboot. And the guy who plays um, Carly's brother forgot his name in the fucking show, but he's like the taller one, crazy guy, and he said, oh, in the reboot, we're going to promise some sexual situations, because it's not going to be a children's show, per se, it's not going to be like immature, per se, but it's going to be a more mature version of iCarly, because they're more grown now, there's going to be sexual situations, 
Because, you know, Drake Bells was going to come out of nowhere and finally fuck his sister. Even though technically it wouldn't be his sister because it wouldn't be Megan off Drake and Josh. But it would be Carly, different character. But everyone knows she's like the lost song doppelganger sister of Drake. And it would fit into Drake's formula of really learning young girls. Even though she's not young anymore, he's been grooming and waiting for this moment. Because now he could take advantage and not have to move to Mexico to do it. He could do it live on TV. Whatever. Who cares? Just a thought. But they promised sexual situations, right? It's like, okay. That's a weird thing to make a preference. No one said you had to make it more sexual. When I think of iCarly, I don't think like, you know... When they grow up, I really want to see Sam and Carly bust it open. Even though in real life, Sam, Jeanette McCurdy, she could bust it open. Just saying, she let Andre Drummond do it. Seven foot dude. You think he didn't bust that open? He busted open, busted in, rebounded it, then went to the Lakers, got no minutes. Still balling. Balls deep. Go Andre Drummond. Get your bank. Um... But it just seemed unnecessary, right? It's like, okay, I guess. I may still take a peek if I get a chance to watch the show, but it's not going to make me like, whoa, now I got to see it. Because you imagine if in The Lion King, bringing it back to Lion King, or even Madagascar, any animated film like that, if, if in the newer versions... They made it sexual for no reason. Like, what if they just show Simba pounded nylon from behind? And then they have little Simba Juniors or whatever. What would Simba name his kids? What do you name him? Like, uh... I could see one being, like, Liam. I could see one being, like, uh... Zub. Z-O-B. Because, you know, in honor of uh, the monkey whose name starts with a Z, but the paint on his face and shit. Whatever. Oh, Za. Za. Wait, no, Za's the fucking. Wait, is, is Za off the Lion King? Or is Za off of fucking. Um, what is Za off of? I don't know. Whatever. Who fucking cares? I care, but who cares? Oh, Zaw's off uh, Aladdin. Is that who was off? I don't know. Whatever. But anyways, you imagine they just started just having, like, incorporating sex and things like that. What if Gloria, who ironically played by Jada Pinkett Smith, gosh, I just keep referencing movies that have people that I've already talked about in the podcast. What if she let Melvin steam her vagina as a hippo? Melvin, this nerdy, little fucking tall giraffe. Not little. He's a fucking giraffe. What if she just let Melvin steam her vagina? Or let Alex, the lion, steam her vagina? Let Chris Rock, the zebra, steam her vagina? What if? I think it would be pretty hip. I think it would be pretty cool. What do I know, though? I'm just an observer. Just things I see. Speaking of things I see, I wonder, have you ever, like, truly thought about, like, the the art of someone wearing a good pair of booty shorts, right? 
Like, here's what I mean by booty shorts. I don't mean the ones that have, like, pink, the brand pink on it, but they're black. I don't get how your brand can be pink, but you have different colors than pink as the basis of whatever the material is. Shouldn't all of them be fucking pink? It's kind of confusing. It's like if I say I have blue balls, but my balls don't turn blue, even though I know your balls don't technically turn blue, but we get why. Okay. You, it would be weird if they turned green, wouldn't they? But, like, I get it. You know, booty shorts. I'm talking about the ones that are, like, the athletic brand, right? They're not tight. They're not, like, tight around, like, the rim and the cup. You know, it's like a... They're loose enough to be athletic, but they're tight enough to give you enough information. It's like... It's like when you go on these articles. I've been realizing by having to look up news and articles that these sites, that even though they're free, there's certain articles you have to subscribe and pay $4.99 a month to view certain articles. It's like they'll give you a passage, but like if you want to read the rest, it's like, eh, I read the two paragraphs. I get the gist of it. I don't need to pay four bucks to read this paragraph about why, you know, gay rights are right. They're right. Okay. I don't need to read six more paragraphs convincing me. I'm not the person you need to convince. I'm all for it. If you have to write a paragraph convincing people why gay marriage should be right, you're not going to convince those people. It's a waste of your time. People are going to think what they think. You don't need to charge them four bucks to convince them. Paying four bucks and then them reading your article just to remind themselves wasting their money of trying to be convinced by someone's going to turn them off even more. But USA Today, that's the way it rolls. But I love, but like, so booty shorts are really like paywalled articles. Like articles where you have to pay for the whole thing, right? Like some of these shorts, man, they give you enough information to get you interested. Like when they're wearing the Reebok warehouse shorts. Once you get, like, those Nike outlet stores, the Reebok outlet, the Adidas outlet. I don't understand what the native con... Oh, you got that in an outlet store. Yeah, I paid 30 bucks to get the same thing you got. Paid 30 bucks less, I should say. What are you fucking bitching about? How are you going to call me broke? Sorry, I made better financial decisions. Budgeting is called, why would I pay 150 bucks... For a loaf of bread when I could pay eight bucks. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Shouldn't pay eight bucks for any loaf of bread. But unless it's like never gets molded, then that's a good investment. You don't have to rush carbs in your body that you're not ready to consume. Get to consume at your own pace, your body can process, and more importantly, you're not fat. You could lose weight, eat well, be happy. Nature's own. Wonder sounds wonderful. Speaking of, I actually got a I just thought of a Lion King joke, and by just thought of, I mean, I wrote it a long time ago, but it applies since today we talk about Timon and Pumbaa and Lion King. Why do Pumbaa's teammates hate playing pickup basketball with him? Because he's a ball hog. And if you've made it this far on the podcast, I'm assuming right now is where your listening duration ends. I'll see in my analytics, even though I don't really look at them. It's probably best I don't. Mental health month. Um, 
But yeah. What if they just started having sex in these ch- children movies for no reason? You know, when I was younger, the ratings used to actually mean something. The weirdest part is that back in the day, like in the 80s and 90s, you notice how like if you watch like a 90s, a 1988 PG movie, and y- you'll be like, damn, this doesn't look like a PG movie. I just saw a tit. And it's rated PG. Like, this girl just says she wanted to blow this guy at the pool. Why is it PG? Like, the ratings were very, like, you had to try it. Like, you really had to do some work to get that PG-13 or R rating. Nowadays, it doesn't take a whole lot because they got to protect their asses, the MPAA, you know, learn the rating system. You say certain amount of certain cuss words, it has to be rated PG-13, etc. I don't need to explain that to you. But what I found interesting is that it seems like now, because the ratings are so much more sensitive, right? Let's just say nowadays they're more of an accurate representation of how the world is raised. Because since we live in a world where typically kids are more sheltered, which ironically more sheltered, but there's so much more access to really bad and trifling things. But yet to shelter them, so then when they see these things, they become obsessed and shocked. Like if you protect your kids from seeing porn at like 15 and 16, and you shut off all your web servers, you put parental controls, you know what's going to happen? They move out 19, get the first laptop, the bitch is going to get viruses within the first two and a half months. It's what's going to happen. They're going to go all in. I raised them right. It's like, yeah, you should have raised them like a little less right. You know, you got to let them, you know, see what's out there. So then when they go, you know, start uh, treating the ladies, they don't like, you know, lose control of themselves. You know, they have a good sense of reality. They know what's normal. They know what's not. Like, it's okay. Let porn be what teaches your kids. I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to show you as a dad, you're going to show your son how to stroke it. Like, here's the angle you do from the side of a 140-pound broad. If she's 180 pounds, you do it at this angle. You know what I'm saying? Like, now you, you can't get that deep. Into, like, the most you can say is like, hey, wear a condom, be protected, be smart. Don't say you love her during sex. You're going to ruin it all. You don't mean it. You never mean it. That's the most in-depth you could give as a father. As a mom, unless actually, I was watching one of those uh, mediocre tutorial reviews. Apparently, there's this one mom and daughter. She want, The daughter's like 25 or 26, and the mom's like 44. She had her like 18. Not really relevant, but they mentioned that in the video. And apparently, started a couple years ago, but they still kind of do like... They are pretty active in each other's sex lives in the sense of they share their sex tapes with each other. And her mom literally teaches her how to take dick, which, hey, I mean, whatever helps the whole experience, I guess. But in the younger girl who, you know, was with a boyfriend or something, 
you know, she first shared that information with him, and she's like, do you think that's weird? And he's like, that's fucking disgusting, and that's fucking weird. It's like, yeah, I agree. I don't know if those two people are still together, but the whole, the person that was on their channel, the person that was um, giving their thoughts on the story and explaining the story and presenting the information, he kind of stemmed it from, because the mother showed her her sex tape first, right? So, so the daughter always kind of, you know, as a daughter, if you have a close relationship with your mom, you're always going to kind of want to seek their approval in a sense. Like, that's normal. Like, you're always going to want to seek your parents' approval if you're close with them to an extent. And so her mom set the tone like, hey, this is cool. Like, hey, you know, this is just, this is normal. And it's like this weird, I won't call it trauma bonding, because I don't know if that's really traumatic, if they're both like laughing about it and joking, but it's this weird thing of the daughter doesn't even, never really wanted to share that stuff, but since her mom shared hers with her prior, even though her mom never forced her to share her personal experience with her, it's really, one, it's just weird. Like, I think 99.9% of people don't talk about their sex, life, or experiences. Very specific ones. And on top of that, show them to their parents. You know why? Because your parents don't really want to know nor care. Like, they don't want to remember, like, oh, just the other day she was riding her little pony in a room, watching My Little Ponies with her little Hello Kitty beads in her ear and her hair and her little ponytail. And now she's doing like some Hello Kitty anime fetish porn and her sex tapes as her fantasy. Like, as a father, of course you're going to think, like, God damn it. I created a fetish. Now she has daddy issues even though I was a dad the whole time and was there. <sighs> She's not my little girl no more. She's someone else's little girl. Little girl. Like, you know what? And that and that's where like that's the whole thing is like it's kinda like with your spouse. I always am a believer, like with your spouse, with your mother, father, like there's certain things like you don't it's actually good you don't know everything. Life goes easier that way. Like I like I don't need to know everything about you. Even for married, I mean, there shit happened during our, our situation, and it affects me, of course. But like, I don't really need to know everything that you hate about me. It's fine. I get it. The same things you secretly hate, I probably hate myself more. Okay. So, it's fine. Like, there's no one... You know, I've kind of noticed this about myself, realization about myself, and I think I've kind of picked it up in other people. You know, the same... More common than not, I believe, this is my personal opinion, I'm no psychologist, I'm no behavioral expert, but I do think I'm pretty well-versed in reading the room. I'm very well-versed of... You know, pretending to have my earbuds in when I'm in a public place, pretending that I'm focused on my work, but really I'm just eavesdropping 
on some other person's combo from, you know, at the Barstool area at Duncan. Like, it's not that I'm eavesdropping because I'm purposely trying to eavesdrop, but my battery's low in my earbuds. And then since they're already low, they're already comfortable in my ear. I'm already in a comfortable space, so I don't really take them out. But by default, I hear your conversation. Don't assume because someone has stuff in their ear that they can't hear you, okay? Some of y'all are just loud, so that's on you, not my fault. Anyways, what was I talking about? Um, shit. I really need, like, a rewind button. I need, like, a rewind controller, like, on click, right? I'm saying, like, a rewind. You don't want to rewind too much, you fuck up your whole life, as you can see what happened in that movie. Uh, but, yeah, well, I guess I'll just stick to what I was talking about before. Like, that whole, it's very, very, oh yeah, not everyone needs to know everything, even the closest people. You, They really don't. It's not necessary. Oversharing, it's not attractive quality in general. Share, when someone asks something, Sure. Don't just come out. Don't just come out of the gates. Talking about, you know. You like your, uh, the ball of your feet to be punctured with a fork. Because you like to feel pain. Because at a young age, like your foot went numb. When, you know, your dad's Grand Cherokee ran over your foot. So you've never had the same feeling in your foot. It's recovered. It's healed. It's not broken or shattered anymore. Went to a lot of therapy, emotionally and physically. But like, you know, it's kind of numb down there. The blood flow vessels don't work the same. It's like, it's okay. I don't need to know that. I don't need to know that that turns you on. To stick a fork in the ball of your left foot. I don't need to know that. It's like, that's not a natural movement to make. What do you want me to do? Like eat fettuccine Alfredo off your left foot? Just so you can feel the juicy white sauce that's not for me on the ball of your foot? <sighs> Ironically, I mean, it wouldn't be with fettuccine Alfredo, it would be spaghetti. Meatballs, balls, ball of the foot. You're the lady and the tramp. That is a weird title. It's weird because when you get older, the word tramp is associated with a negative view of woman. But then again, like Lady and the Tramp is simply about a male dog and another female dog. But they use the word lady and the tramp. So the lady, I'm assuming, is the girl dog. So is the tramp, are they associating the lady as a lady and a tramp? Meaning she's classy. But she could also be ratchet. Or is tramp like another code word for male dog that I'm not aware of? As far as I know, tramps are not a positive association when you associate them with women. So why would a Disney movie do that? Why would a Disney movie negatively view women? I don't get it. It's kind of like a backhanded compliment. I mean, we all look, let's be honest. Most dudes want a lady, a very classy lady at times, but also she can be a tramp, but just with us, even though that doesn't really associate realistically. 
But hey, there's qualities of both you like. It's okay to admit it. We all have shit that we shouldn't admit to. But hey, here we are. Living life. Living the dream. (sighs) Speaking of dreams. Hey, who tomorrow? Right now, right now, it's in me. Damn it, I sang the wrong fucking song by Van Halen. Dreams by Van Halen is like, how the fuck does that go? Van Halen's a very good group, not gonna lie. Uh, it's actually the song. But yeah, that's kind of the rhythm of it. Actually, the first time, even though I heard it in the car, because my dad would always play it, but the first time I heard that move or I heard that song was off the first, was it the, I don't remember if it was the first or second, but it was off the Power Rangers movie, the big production ones, like back in the late 90s, early 2000s, like, that was the song, that was like the theme of it, that was the ending song, it was the theme song, it was like the song associated with the movie, but, it's just kind of a, if you want to go look it up, Dreams by Van Halen. Let their streams go up. Because, you know, they haven't made enough money over 40 years. Let them, let me get their streams up. Uh, huh. Huh. Well, let's see. What else do I have to think about? Hmm. You know what? I'm going to stop it there. But before I stop it there, you know, I got a little bit of time. You know. Let me think. What's, what's going to be my saying for today? Oh, here's going to be my uh, words, your the unwarranted words of wisdom, wisdom you didn't ask for. By the way, never had my wisdom teeth taken out. I don't know if I should. Also, never have had my tonsils taken out. I guess I just have a good throat, which I don't know if I should ever say that out loud into a microphone or ever out loud because that will get construed. I have a good throat, just not good breathing. So don't even try to force nothing down mine. But. I want to help. You know. Something I struggle with. Is. um My reason to do the things I do. Like. Not the. Like. I don't think you should overthink everything you do by any means. But you know. Once in a while. Have like those checkpoints with yourself. Like. Man. It's not necessarily every three months check in with yourself. But, like, I feel like you just know, like, you know yourself so well. It's like when you have that right chemistry with someone, you don't need to say anything. You pick up you pick up their move very quickly and what they need to, how they need to be ironically catered to that day. You know, you you kind of have that feel. And it's kind of like with yourself. You have that feel process when you need to have a revisit with yourself. A checkpoint with yourself, right? And sometimes I have these checkpoints with myself. Where it's like, have I ever thought about 
why I do what I do on a daily basis. Like if you go through everything you do on a daily basis. Now you may plan your day. You may not. Either way, it doesn't really matter for this example. Have you ever asked why you choose to do those things? It could be because it just feels right to do whatever that day brings to you. It could be because this is working towards something I want to do. Or it could be because when I do these things, I feel like I'm productive. When I do these things, it makes me feel good. It makes the rest of my day better. And there's technically no wrong answer. But is there like a wrong reason for why you may do it like is there a possible disillusion you can have with yourself where you think you're being productive and it sounds like something that is good to the ears it sounds like something that's good when you just say it in a general sense of whatever it is but does it is it ever rooted in distraction Like, it's almost like you believe that if you keep on doing something, you can get where you want to. Because, you know, hard work, you know, hard work is all you need to succeed. It's like, well, not necessarily. Hard work, all hard work does, it gives you the opportunity that you won't get without it. That's all hard work is. It doesn't guarantee anything. Hard work into something It just creates a higher probability that you will be, have the opportunity to expound on the hard work you put in to make it notoriety, whatever that is, to reap the benefits from the hard work. But it doesn't always pay off. But is it better off doing that same thing for as long as you live? Even if you're convincing yourself that it's a realistic possibility, but everything says it's not. Are you being resilient? Where you just, no matter what anyone else has said, says or does to you, you're being resilient. You're defying the odds. You're sticking with what you think. Or are you flat out ignoring reality? Are you being disingenuous to yourself? Are you doing yourself a disservice because you would rather be right than get it right? I don't know. Like I said, I don't have an answer, but it's definitely a thought. Alright guys, alright, I'm gonna end it there. I actually had a great pod today, really enjoyed it. I think rainy days, cloudy nights, and um, booty shorts really, um, really make my day better, yes. Shout out Adidas. You really know the shape the stripes in the right directions. Alright guys. Um, now I have a TikTok off and beats. You go follow that. You go follow the IG off and beats. Subscribe to the tube even though I don't really care for YouTube. But I just put it on there. Whatever. Follow the Spotify. Apple Podcasts. Whatever you want to follow on. And uh, oh yeah to the fellas out there. Go suck some titties. Alright, guys. Ooh, yeah. Alright, guys. Have a great day. Wherever you are. Just remember you are not the star of where you are. You're just a...
just a just a useless piece of shit all right guys adios ooh